Welcome back to Corporate Strategy, the podcast that could have been an email. I'm Bruce. And I'm Clark. And Clark has a hard stop. He actually used those terms with me. So we're going to skip the vibe check. We're going to skip what do you mean, and we're going to get right into the topic before he leaves the country forever and we never see Clark again. Are you good with that, Clark? Double click into your, I want to double click into your attitude. Okay. I feel like it could affect our synergy. Yeah? yeah you think it might impact <laughs> that? Would it drive a bottom line for you? It would. Oh, my god. I say, yeah, it's got to be a quickie today, but we can double check or double click. We can really expand upon. We can sidebar in the next one about vibe checks and the normal catch up. And this one will get right down to business. Oh my gosh. What's the net net outcome of that? <laughs> I hate this so much. You you started it. That's all I'm going to say. You started it. People, I'm going to finish it. People who may not be in corporate corporate world, this is reality of how people talk about things. And it's awful. It's the awful. amount of times I've heard double click in the last week makes me want to rip my eyes out. Open the kimono and accomplish nothing. Like that's that's how I feel. <laughs> Soup to nuts. The whole thing's useless. Uh, oh, soup to nuts, my favorite. Hate it, hate it so much. We have a topic. We do. You want to get into it before your heart stop? Please. So our topic was actually submitted to us by someone who tried to go through the website, but uh, found the user <laughs> interface to be imparsable. Clark, you should maybe look into that. And, uh, I'm not going to say there were uh, there were two more that came in with just a headline. Oh my gosh, <laughs> just Clark. since that, <laughs> how many topics have we lost? How many people have we told? Yeah, submit the topics, and then it just got into At the black point, hole void. All we know is three. Oh my! But gosh. there could be many more. Jeez. Maybe maybe that was explains why it's been kind of barren wasteland in terms of the requests from the site. So we'll get that fixed. Don't you worry. On behalf of the corporate strategy group, I would like to apologize to all <laughs> website topic submitters. We didn't know. And thank you to this week's topic submitter for reaching out on LinkedIn and sending it direct and then joining our Discord and becoming a whole part of this crew. So thank you. And I think this topic is actually one that we can bubble up into a higher level topic. Uh, they asked um, if we could talk about going into corporate marketing positions and how to know if corporate marketing is for you. Now, I know, Clark, mm. you're not in corporate marketing, but you also know it's not for you. So you have a little bit of authority there. And I think we can talk a little more broadly about how to know yeah. if any organization is the right one for you. You know, at one point, maybe this was sales engineering. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. I interviewed yeah. with you in the room mm-hmm. for a more marketing-based position. And I think that was the realization for me. So yeah, I'm more than happy to talk about it. I think that's a great place to start, And in all okay. honesty, is if you're interested in something, first see if you can get an interview for it. Because the interview yeah. is going to be enlightening. As to whether Absolutely. or not this is actually a good fit for you. Yeah, I'm happy to share kind of my my story around it. So, um, yeah, this was when we were working together a long way back. And you recently moved to sales engineering. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of talking through, you know, you were really enjoying the team. You know, your, your manager was really great. Like the culture was really good. And you were basically trying to recruit good people to the team yeah. that you f- feel like could do a good job at it. And I remember, you know, I talked to your manager at the time and it seemed interesting. Like I didn't yet know too much about it. I heard from you. We talked a lot, had a lot of dialogue, but I was like, okay, I could see, you know, my skills being relevant for something like this. And at this time I was more doing dev than product. So I hadn't quite made that turn yet. So I was kind of looking for, I'm tired of being a dev and banging my head against the wall for six weeks on how to automate setting up, you know, some stupid like exchange server. Oh, you love it. And 
and it was it was awful. Like that was honestly <laughs> one of the things I look back at. I'm like, I spent so many hours of my life trying to figure out how to get those stupid exchange servers set up. I never want to worry about that again. But it, it was that time where I was like, I feel like my skills aren't being fully utilized. And I don't know if I want to spend the rest of my career, you know, deep diving into hard code problems that I want to rip my hair out every day over it. And it's just not something that I'm really going to enjoy. So I was kind of like looking for that, like, what's that next pivot? And so when this opportunity came up and I was talking to you about it, I got excited about it. I talked to your manager. I was like, okay, I could see myself doing well in this. And then I remember, um, obviously, we already I had an in because Bruce talked very kindly of me and the manager conversation went well. So um, it kind of fit well with the skill sets. I think I even talked to Alex at that time because um, we were kind of all intertwined. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And from there, the interview was, I want you to like create a presentation. It's almost like selling yourself. I want to create a presentation on yourself, I think it was, and present about you. And while I did the exercise, um, and I thought I did okay. You know, I was a little kind of nervous because I was like, okay, I've never really done anything like this in front of a group of people together. I feel like I'm back in college. <laughs> Even though, funny enough, I was still in college at that time. It's kind of weird ask, if I'm being honest. Yeah. But yeah. It was a little bit strange, but yeah. I was like, okay. So like... I tried my best to do it, but it kind of turned me off because I was like, I, I'd rather be doing the work than be selling some, something that I'm not building. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was a good realization and flipping point for me to say, I like building stuff, particularly around technology and being really close to the technology building rather than selling or enabling customers to use it, if that makes sense. It does. It makes perfect sense. And I think... When you went through that experience and you told me afterwards, like I wasn't even, I wasn't even like sad or disappointed because you knew what you wanted to do. I'm like, dude, why would I ever force you to come join me in this world? This is not something you're interested in. And like you went on the journey of discovery for that role and learned more about yourself and learned more about what you don't want to be doing. And yeah, super important. Absolutely. You got to be willing to take that risk because if you don't then it's just you're, you're never going to know yes. you know and the grass isn't always greener it might not be right for you but that's again why i say like interview every year try something new because if you don't challenge yourself to do that you don't learn more or fail and learn from those mistakes and you know be able to pursue what might be interesting to you because you know it could have it could have been enlightening too to be like wow i really enjoyed that and then i didn't get it and then i went on that next phase of saying okay i'm going to pursue this and actually learn how to do it well and then maybe get the position later or try it at a different company so I could have found that I really liked it. But for me, that wasn't the, it was kind of the turning point. I'm happy I did it because I learned a lot from that, which then kind of pushed me into using those same skills just a little closer to the technology side with product management. Yep. I think that's the cheddar movement of the day is put yourself Ooh. out there, take that risk and learn. Uh, because whether it's a positive outcome or a negative one, you've learned something and you've learned something about yourself. So yep. get out there and interview. Now, for our topic askers, very specific question around marketing. I'm, I think I'm qualified to answer. Yeah. And uh, I was going to say, I'm like, now I feel like we just turn it to you <laughs> and let you kind of guide exactly what would help this particular listener. Well, here's the thing, Clark. I mean, you've we've talked a lot about what I do, both yeah. on and off the pod. And I do a very specific kind of marketing called product or solutions marketing. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. also technically an evangelist, which is like an arm of marketing. Right. So I'm very focused on delivering interesting awareness, little ads and thought leadership and pieces and tidbits that I think will interest people about the product 
or the company to which I'm marketing. So my whole job is creating content, delivering content, and really just begging for the attention of whatever funnel I'm trying to dig into with the content that I've created. That is a small slice of marketing though. And this is the thing, Mm -hmm. like topic asker, when you ask about corporate marketing, the thing I have to warn you about is there are like a hundred different real life positions you can fall into. There are product marketing management positions where you're in charge of people like me and keeping me on the rails. There are analytics and stats positions. There are creative positions. If you like making little animations and images and logos and mascots, like each of those things is its own slice. Absolutely. And it also, you know, I've even heard of like you have top of the funnel, mid funnel, you know, you have B2B specific, you have B2Cs, but like there's so many different ways corporations slice up the work. It's either by specific like marketing initiative, like you mentioned, like social or um, media or whatever it might be. And then it's it, you can divide it by the sales channel. You yes. know, it could be like website. It could be cold call. Like it, it, every company is going to do the marketing a little different depending on the sales life cycle and who they're trying to market to. In fact, Clark, another cheddar movement that you might have just accidentally created is Ooh. to really determine if marketing is right for you, you kind of have to figure out where in the spectrum you want to sit. And if I right. could... Get you to imagine a timeline at the very far left of the timeline, the very beginning of time is My that eyes are closed. Yeah, the pre-marketing material. Like this is the, the, the name of the company, the name of the product mm. before anything is done. You kind of have to have these baseline marketing messaging pillars, who you are, right. who your leaders are, who your speakers are. Like you define the, the you and the product that you're selling. And then as you move across the timeline, then you hit different milestones, like descriptions, websites, videos, demonstrations. And the further you go to the right, the closer you're getting to sales. So that's when you get Mm. into things like channel account marketers who are more involved with talking to specific resellers and retailers who are gonna market your product in their business. Uh, So depending on what side of the timeline you want to go on, if it's more content creation or more management oriented and sales oriented, you could fall on that as well. Lots Mm. of different avenues to go down. And that's the cool thing about it is no matter where you land, you get exposure and experience with every single part of the spectrum. It's just your responsibility is what you deliver on that spectrum. If that makes Mm. sense. That's interesting. Yeah. And to your point, you don't really know until you try some things mm-hmm. to go back to the whole entire, you know, undercutting of this episode. It's like you got to try some things to find what you like and what you don't like. Right. And then you might be able to find that niche that you or that specific phase, whatever you want to call it, that you really enjoy. And I think I can even relate that back to like product management. It's like you might enjoy working on a particular sector, let's say healthcare or, you know, entertainment or social or whatever it might be. Or you might particularly enjoy, I love working on websites or I love working on mobile apps. And then as you kind of gear that niche, and I think this is what you're saying, Bruce, but as you kind of gear that niche, you kind of find what your skills are and what you're really good at and what you really enjoy. And that's where you can invest more of that time into. Yes. And I would also say, we've said this before, Don't feel locked in. Like, let's say you come in as a social media manager year one, and as you start to build social content, 
in your marketing department, as you talk to the product managers, the, the Clarks of the world, you say, man, I really like what they do and I think I could do it. Well, the cool thing about marketing is because you have an attachment to pretty much every arm of the company, you can start to network with them. You can start to learn more about their roles. See like, hey, you know, I'm interested in doing what you're doing. Maybe you could help mentor me. Or if there's a position on your team, I'd like to apply for that and get into that. It is yeah. a great department to move around from and to. You can always come back and then you can leach out into pretty much every other department except for dev, which is its own weird little corner of the earth. And we like to keep <laughs> them weird and keep them in the corner. But uh, I would say you could pretty much get anywhere else in the company from marketing, sales, PM, PGM, executive leadership, finance, yep. like you name it and you can go there from from the marketing department. Yeah. And to even latch on to that too, it's, you might just enjoy, to your point about, you know, you talked about the management angle, but also like campaign management mm-hmm. for marketing or social. Demand it's like generation. Then you're kind of a, yeah, you're kind of like program managing the marketing aspect of it. So if you really like organization and you like putting things together, you like putting people together and, you know, kind of driving those things forward to meet a date, that could be something you really enjoy as an aspect of marketing. So you get to know marketing, but you're also building that core skill of project management, program management, whatever you want to call it. So yeah, it's, it's really interesting. There's an, in, in large enough organizations, there is an entire marketing department about the marketing department that their yep. job is to inform <laughs> the rest of the company what marketing is up to. Like it is, it is massive and it is confusing and there is so much to it. But that's the that's the nice thing about it is one, lots of positions out there, lots of places to get in on, and then tons of room for exploration when you get in. Um, I like that. I know. What do got, you think the biggest yeah. challenge is? Because I know we're right at time. Yeah. We're getting close to the time here. But what do you think the biggest challenge is? Like if the to that question of like, hey, what what might you face that could be challenging or might become a roadblock for you? Um, marketing always feels like the place where ideas go to die. And that's mm. 100% true. You might have the best idea on planet Earth and someone yeah. is going to shoot it down for reason X, Y, and Z. And that that is honestly going to be the biggest challenge you run down at least once a month uh, in your life, because you're going to, you're going to see something. You're going to have an idea on that thing. You're going to pitch it to the people you're supposed to, and someone is going to kill it. But what I'll say mm-hmm. is you got to treat that as one, a learning opportunity and experience and realize that no one dislikes you and no one dislikes your ideas. They just have different experiences than you. And based on those lived experiences, they are going to have a different reaction to things than the way you would. Um, and no doesn't always mean no forever. It just means no for today. Don't just throw the idea away because it gets rejected on first pitch. Um, right. Marketing is high turnover. You're going to be working with lots of different people uh, month over month because people just come and go very quickly. Uh, there is always room for your idea to come back around at a different time. And then you can refine it based on the feedback you got the first time. So repeated oh, yeah. attempts will always lead to a greater chance of success. Okay. Gotcha. And maybe one more question. This is my naivety. Is it, I think the nature to your point, like the turnover rate retention of people is hard in marketing Mm -hmm. because there's always exciting opportunities to go market something else. I'm I'm guessing the, the stream of work is not like super long cycles. Like you don't develop a marketing campaign for years because then it would be out of date, right? It's not like a huge software revamp or something. It's like very quick and iterative. Yes, that's the thing I love about it is I talk fast because I have to be fast and I have to live fast. And and marketing is a very 
moment by moment department. Right. I mean, you look at just look at the social media channel for yeah. any major corporation, whether it's Taco Bell, IBM, any company out there, and you see that they're actively posting and responding to real time events, and they're always yeah. trying to latch on to the latest, greatest, coolest thing and the latest, greatest social technology platforms and whatever. But it makes for really fun work. And just like Absolutely. you said, you can come and go and you're literally like, hey, new project starting next week. Glad you're on board. Go get it. Um, if something runs longer than two or three months in marketing, it's a bad sign. <laughs> so, mm. yeah, I, I would say it's definitely one of those things where there are the very stable pillars of your company that are defined and everything else is up for grabs and uh, plenty of opportunity to pivot, change and be completely agile and in what you do in that department. That's cool. Yeah, I think that's what makes it fun and dynamic. Yeah. And that's why people are always changing over because, you know, something new and exciting is happening or now there's a new buzz about this or that, depending on the times, depending on who's being engaging, depending on who's trying what. And I think that makes it a lot of fun. A month in marketing feels like a year in any other job. Yeah. It, it's just Absolutely. crazy. Yeah. Well, I think that's it. I think that's it's a quick one. We but it was good. We took a narrow topic, we nailed it, just got through it, and now you have to go to a meeting. So you know, I always appreciate your insight. Yeah, you, you know just what? Bless the world with those Bruce bangers. I appreciate I your schedule. That was helpful. <laughs> <laughs> you said you had to be quick. Yeah, there you go. I had to be quick. <laughs> Keeping us on a tight deadline. Well, thank you, topic submitter, and thank you for joining us in our Discord. For those of you who aren't in the Discord, highly recommend you get in there. That place is popping. So many cool people. Um, to get there, you go to corporatestrategy.biz. That's corporatestrategy.biz, and the biz stands for business, which we're in the business of doing this podcast. You can submit topics on the website as well. You can reach out to us, get in contact with us, all kinds of fun things. Everything you need is there. Join our Discord, hang out with us. It's fun, I swear. Uh, that's it for us this week. We'll be back with more content soon. Unfortunately, Clark has to leave us for just a moment, but we will return with normally scheduled podcasts on schedule on time as always i am bruce and i'm clark and you're on mute we will see you next week